Hello everyone, so once again it's me, Osaru Alile, on the Encounter series, and today I have with me Ife Olua Alvulime on the show, and she's going to be telling us about her story, which is like, uh, literally, her story from today, going backwards, pretty much, because we know that this is a time where God is doing something new in her life and I'm excited to be a part of it somehow just because she's sharing her story on our platform. So guys, enjoy and stay with us as we as Ife comes on the show. This is the Encounter series. Hello guys. So yeah, I have Ife Olua with me and she's going to introduce herself to us. Hello, my name is Ife Oliwa Awulimen. I am a fashion designer. Um, married with two kids. Um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here. I'm happy to be here and uh, I'm excited to share my story and I feel it will bless somebody out there. Thank you. It certainly will, guys. Um, so Ife Oliwa, I've actually known her for quite a while. I like boosting guys when I have people on the show that I know personally. I'm like, I know her. So I've known her for quite a while, but I mean, I don't think I've seen her in many, many years. So we just reconnected again recently, kind of through the Encounter series, actually. And it's exciting to be able to just reel some parts of her story with her. And I'm just like, well, God, you know, God is amazing. Like, he is truly amazing. And guys, I'm... I have goosebumps. I'm not like I actually have goosebumps just from listening and you know hearing what she had to share. So just you will listen, open your ears and, and listen while why she shares. So the reason okay, so when we were talking earlier, I said, you know what, if let's start if you're lower, do you mind me calling you fair? Okay. Oh some you don't know. so um, I was like, let's start with your story from now, reeling back, because I feel like when you hear the story, you would understand. But I feel like a lot of times things happen to us and brings us to where we are, to the continuation of where we are going. Yeah. And this is where I feel like this story is leading. So I'm going to hand over to her now to um, start from today. Where are you now? What is what is the new? What are the new instructions you feel like God has given you? What is the new season you're in? And how does it relate to what has happened in the past? So just kind of tie it in for us. Thank you very much, Osaru. Um, well, I, I pretty much have a lot that, um, you know when you have a lot of expectation from what God has told you in the past, and every day you go, you wonder how it's all going to manifest, but next thing you have experiences, pockets of experiences here and there, and they're like pieces of a puzzle that um, on their own they don't make sense but when you begin to put them together they actually do <laughs> um, recently um, I've been in fashion for about 11 years and um, you know it's so you're like a veteran <laughs> well, <laughs> well so no, to almost. speak <laughs> um, everything I know as a fashion designer I learned from inspiration, from God, from books, videos, um, just different materials here and there. 
but I, I, I was never under any tutelage. I didn't go to school of fashion, not even an online fashion school. So um, um, God blessed me with the ability to just pick up skills. Mm. And um, that's how I've been able to evolve as a, as a fashion designer. Um, you know, at some point, that's before the beginning of this year, I started asking questions, you know, because I felt at some point I was struggling mm. as a fashion designer, you know, there's so many fashion labels coming out there, you know, looking like, oh, especially just started when and they're like, oh, exploded, you know, and everyone knows them, you know, they're doing big things. You know, I, I always wanted to have my own um, identity and not just, okay, you're a fashion designer, you're just there, you know, and you're not, um, you don't stand out in any way. So I started asking God questions. I said, I'm not just a fashion designer. There has to be a purpose mm. behind it, you know. So beginning of the year, I, you know, I started thinking about what makes Lapizuli. Lapizuli is the name of my of my label. Lapizuli is a, is a combination of the name Lapis Lazuli. Lapis Lazuli is a precious stone that is um, it's blue and it has like gold streaks, you know, it's a beautiful stone. And how I got the name was um, from the Bible, I was asking God at some point when I started fashion, you know, what name to give the business. And he took me straight to Exodus chapter 28, verse 18. It's um, Lapis Lazuli is one of the stones that was used to embellish Aaron's breastplate. And um, you won't find it as... Yeah, <laughs> you won't find the um, Lapis Lazuli in all translations. You probably find it in um, the new international version. In other versions, you see sapphire, but in this version, you see lapis lazuli. So that's how the name came about. It's the fifth stone of the um, of the breast of the stones used to embellish Aaron's breastplate. There were twelve stones, and lapis lazuli was the fifth stone. Lapis lazuli represents the fifth stone represents the tribe of of Dan, one of the tribes of Israel. So that's how I got the name. So I know that the fashion brand is not just any other fashion brand. There's a significance to you know its existence. So beginning of this year, I you know I had been doing fashion for so many years, but I, I had to like go back to God and like really ask questions that I don't want to keep going this way and I feel unfulfilled. You know, so he told me to go back to how I started, and how I started was creating, you know, things, uh, crafty stuff, you know, beaded objects, and you know, that's how I used them to. Um, that's how I used them to decorate the clothes. Um, when I started with that, I felt I was spending too much time on a, on a dress or an item, so I just, I just after a while, I said. Uh, people don't may not appreciate value it, yes yeah. appreciate the work i do so i said let me just sew clothes regular you know anyone who wants wants it i'll add it but you know 
So I left it for a long time. So God reminded me that, how did you start? You know, go back to that place where you started. So I now went back and I now started doing, you know, that's how I started creating um, unique appliques to put on clothes. And I started making neck pieces. I started making flowers, handmade flowers, just to decorate. So I started applying the appliques on different items, you know, not just clothes. You know, I started making neck pieces. So I used to just put stuff like that together. So I've done that for a while, you know, and all that. You know, through all this, I've had health issues. Oh my goodness. <laughs> One health issue or the other, I had back pain. You know, then I started having heart palpitations. Um, you know, then I... You know, in all this, you know, sometimes when God tells you something, he tells you what to do. You know, after he told me that I should go back to what I, how I started, I just started experiencing all these health issues, you know. It's like when the enemy knows you're doing something right, when he knows that you're on the right track, or he knows that this thing you're doing is going to come to something big, he just starts putting all sorts of obstacles, all sorts of curveballs yeah on the throwing way. them in your way i'm telling you so many things so i was mm. like i was like god what's going on i started feeling palpitations in my chest you know sensations from my head to my toes you know i i told my husband you know he was like you know let's you know let's just go to the hospital you know because i was taking holy communion you know but sometimes you know, you want to know the enemy you're fighting. Exactly. You know, you're not just throwing your, your hands in the air. You know, just, just you know, go to the hospital and find out. So you know the enemy you're fighting. You know, sometimes you just feel, you know, okay, uh, let me just take this. Let me take this if I take Holy Communion, if I, you know. So I went to the hospital and, you know, they did several tests, several, many tests. And... Uh, they eventually told me that I, my cholesterol was high and um, it was borderline, you know, maybe that's what was causing me. They said I had mild angina and, you know, I had to, you know, cut down on my food, some certain foods I was eating, do exercises. And um, there's so many things that happened, you know, that maybe... Then I was now thinking to myself, am I thinking too much? Mm -hmm. Is there something bothering me? Because they, that was one of the questions the doctor was asking me. He said, are you stressed? Stress-induced. Yes. Are you stressed? Are you thinking? Are you going through any... I said, I said, don't worry. I don't have marital problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Because that's what Nigeria... That's the first thing. I said, maybe you have home trouble. I said, I don't have home trouble, please. I'm, I'm fine. You know? I think for me, the, the anticipation of what... God has said to you and you, you want it to happen and mm. you, you, you're, you're thinking how it will happen and so many events have, have taken place and and you know you feel that when when am I going to be when am I going to do something it's gonna manifest yes, fully fully because you know what God has said and significant make an impact you know it is, that's all in my head so my head just always full <laughs> so maybe that was just causing me stress the thinking and everything you know so I knew that the cholesterol was just a manifestation of, you know, what was the, an underlying issue. So, but they, they, they put me on the drugs and, um, you know, I've been taking the drugs and, you know, today 
was the last the last set of drugs they gave me but i meant to go back to check you know check on my level again uh, the first week i was told was my cholesterol i, I practically stopped eating <laughs> because i had a health scare you know how i went you know at night i was i was sleeping next to night it felt like a heart attack it woke me up my chest was beating my so my heart fast. was yeah my heart was beating out of my chest it woke me up so when i got up i was feeling faint i i almost collapsed you know it was really was really was a was a terrifying feeling for me you know and i was i was really i was asking i was going to the kitchen i was just get some water to drink and i felt like i wasn't there you know so i woke my husband i said please can we pray now let's pray so i said i don't know what's wrong i don't know what's happening to me but please let's pray he now got up he didn't know what he was so tired he just got up and he stood up he was just he didn't know what to pray about he was just praying <laughs> you know and i was praying in the spirit as i was praying i felt like if i stopped praying i would collapse so i prayed at some point my husband said he said you know you should be okay now he, i said i'm fine so he now went back to sleep but i didn't sleep i was awake till morning so it was the next morning that i now went to the hospital they you know checked me and also that's how I got the, you know, got got to know about the cholesterol and you know stuff like that. Anyway, so after all that, um, the questions came again. Like, okay, God, what next? I've 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 made a collection of clothes. I've put all these unique appliques and everything on it. I've, I've, you know, I had an exhibition where I was called to exhibit. You know. And I liked the the reception. Feedback, yeah. yeah, the feedback was really good. So I said, okay, after this now, what next? <laughs> you know, because I knew anything I do, I always say what next because I know it's not the end. Of course. So I now asked him, okay, what next? So I, I, I the night, just a couple of nights ago, that's uh, Saturday into Sunday, the, the, it impressed on me so strongly. Um, teach, teach, teach freely you have received freely give freely you have received i couldn't sleep so in the morning i said okay god my mind is full again what do you want me to do confirm it so the name of app came to my mind and i just went to my bible app i i you know i i put it in the search and it, the first scripture that came out was exodus 35 verse 34 and you know was moses moses was telling the children of israel that god had called um bezalel the son of uri to to do some crafts work and he has also put in his in his um mind to teach mm. his skills i was like wow the word teach just jumped out at you <laughs> just jumped out said god has given him the willingness to teach others the same skills oh my goodness that was all I needed. When I saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Ife Oluwa has just put herself on blast. <laughs> just public service announcement. So she has told us now that the Lord has told her that she has to teach her skills to yes, the rest of us. absolutely. So, I can't see Madame you. Lapis Lazuli yeah. shall be teaching. Yeah. And you, if anybody here is interested, 
just know where to come and find her. But yeah, this is, I, I mean, how amazing is that? Like, you're asking God, what next, what next? Okay? Yeah, and he yeah. gives you a scripture that tells you exactly. And he's not even like, he says, oh, teach. Mm-hmm. He talks about crafts yes. and embellishments yes. and things yes. like skills, yes. like things yeah. that are very similar to what you do. Yes, absolutely. We, I wish we could read the scripture. It's just, it's just a bit long, but I mean, maybe check it out. Like, mm-hmm. literally, he's talking about something that represents her brand first yeah. and foremost and talks about teaching and yeah. the exact type of things that yeah. she does and like how clear can god possibly yeah. be like when it tells you that oh go back to the bible go back to the yeah. scripture for yeah. everything you're That's probably it. thinking hey, yeah where but yeah literally everything yeah. is yeah. there yeah. it's so cool yeah and you know the, the, the interesting thing is when god told me to go back to the crafts mm. he took me back to the bible mm. where the name lapis lazuli was found he told me to read it again he said what was it it was the embellishment yeah on the garment mm. that was really the the thing the thing so why is ah oh god this is actually so but then you now were like ah, after a while you're like thinking so people are not appreciating this thing let me mm, just let me and then you kind of swayed away yes. instead of just doing normal buffs exactly. for everybody to buy exactly yes but god doesn't make like he like his is or his was or his like literally every single word that he says counts yes everything you know how i how i even you know it it became clearer you know when i read that scripture again that exodus 28 you know god was so specific he said the dimensions the, the, the the kind of materials you use the the between this and this you use this here you use this here you know every detail so i had to go back and god was telling me it's about the details mm. don't just look at the scripture oh it's garments you know yeah. the, oh it's just about garments making clothes no the details so that's how i got back and and every day more ideas come to me i can't seem to be able to i can't catch up physically with the ideas that come. come in your head it's crazy I, I can't this is so up. beautiful <laughs> like it's so beautiful to me i i just love how god cares about even the most finite details so beautiful yeah but anyway so i want you to okay so now we've started from where you are today and yeah. this is as fresh as like last couple yeah, of days ago, days ago. Yes. and um you know like i said earlier it's whatever god whatever happens to you in the past yeah is a foundation whether positive or negative to yeah, what god is doing now. continuously yeah, in your life yeah. and even in the future yeah, yeah. so we are seeing we're actually part of what is happening now yes. but i just want you to go back a little bit to how um everything started like how i mean we'll, yeah we'll talk about lapis like, yeah. no lapizuli yeah. yeah like how lapizuli started the beginning yeah. part mm-hmm. this is the continuation, continuation but then how did it start and you know okay um for me to tell you where it all started i have to just give you a story (laughs) about my experience you know with god um i will not mention the church i used to go but i will explain what i went through um when i when i finished from when I finished university I you know I worked somewhere for a couple of months but I knew I was going to the UK to study my master's so you know so I was there I studied um, funny enough computer 
computing and information technology duh like i love it <laughs> as in how do you even you never know and funny thing is that you just never know well i think i think i know why now because my husband is actually an it consultant oh, really? so, so yeah, yeah so well in some level shall we can relate mm-hmm. <laughs> so um so i did that for you know i did my master's and i stayed a little bit i extended my my course because i had some some um, health issues once again there I had chicken pox <laughs> the oddest place to have chicken pox so it, it set me back academically so I had to extend my so I, I stayed there for about three years I was there for three years and um, when I came back I moved back to, to my family house you know my mom was there my dad so um because I, i'd been so independent for three years i was like mm. i didn't i didn't like the fact that i was coming back and i you know my mom would be calling me yeah, come on do this you know mm. come on so i was like i needed my independence <laughs> after three years of living by yourself in england you're just you. like as some of us have experienced it's like oh, am i really going to go back and live in this same house with exactly. these people and you know it felt like uh, it's like i'm going back i should be going forward so i now i now thought to myself i said how am i going to escape this place <laughs> <laughs> so i said to myself i said okay i will move to our family house in Ibadan. we have a family house where we just go there visit you know, when we were on holidays, we used to go there. It's not occupied. So I went there. I told my dad, I said, I'm moving to Ibadan. <laughs> he was like, ah, what's I? I schooled in the University of Ibadan. So the town was very familiar to me. I knew, you know, you know, the town well. So I just wanted to just move first. I said, let me just go there first. Then when I get there, I'll figure out because I felt like I was being, uh, my mind wasn't working, you know of all the you know distractions i felt i was distracted so I, I i moved to ibadan so when i moved there i was there for a few months i i got myself busy doing stuff you know like i i got myself busy doing stuff like um well i started doing some interior decoration work you know then i was for my church i was doing interior decoration then i was also I also started doing catering. I was supplying food, um, you know, just here and there, just keeping myself busy. So after a while, you know, I'd been there for like a few months, maybe like four months or so. Um, I went one day to have my hair done. It was like a Ghana weaving. I wove it, you know, it was like a shuku style. So after that day, I just... I just noticed that I was feeling strain in my head. I started feeling a lot of headaches, 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 headaches. So I was just taking the reg- regular painkillers and all, but it didn't work. It wasn't working. So I now called a doctor friend of mine that, you know, he should please come because it was now making me feel feverish. You know, I couldn't function. It was now so bad. It was really banging. My head was banging, banging, banging constantly. So he took me to do some tests we did typhoid we did malaria you know they found both but it wasn't significant so um 
that day, you know, I, I kept taking the drugs, but the, the headache did not even go down a smidgen. Yeah, it did not go down. And in a, it just kept going, getting worse, big, worse, more, you know, I don't even know, I, I can't explain it. So we had to call my mom. Uh, the doctor called my mom that she should please. You are still in the bed on the table. Yes, I was still in the bed So my mom came over. So that night, my mom came, you know, she was just looking at me that you have to come back to Lagos, you know, and all that, that uh, the next day we'll go back to Lagos and all, you know, we're just talking about it. Um, so towards the evening, I was about, you know, going into the bathroom. I wanted to use the toilet and I just had a seizure and I fell. I became paralyzed. I couldn't move. I was throwing up. My mom came and she was holding me. She was like, ah, Yejide, that's what my my family calls me, Yejide. But I bet it fell lower now. God changed my name. That's another story <laughs> another day. <laughs> so she said, Yejide, Yejide, you're, 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 what's, what's happening? That's your, you know, she said, Yejide, please. You know, she was begging me that what's happening. Yejide, you know, she was ca- trying to carry me. I couldn't walk. <laughs> so that night, I, they drove me to UCH, um, teaching the, the University College hospital. hospital, yes. So when I got there, I was, I was placed on a wheelchair. <laughs> oh my God. So I, was, I, was, I just saw myself, I was paralyzed, I was on a wheelchair, I couldn't, I couldn't stand. Ah. Anyway, so I waited, you know, UCH is a big hospital. We waited hours for a bed space. It's like you're in a, you know. <laughs> so I was in a wheelchair. They kept going back and forth, back and forth, trying to get a space, bed space for me. So eventually, they got a space for me. And while I was there, the doctors came around. They were checking me. They said my, they asked how I threw up. You know, I told them. They said it was projectile. That means it had something to do with my spine. You know, they said that I had to do some tests. I had to check my, um, check, do a CT scan, an MRI, you know, all those kind of stuff to check what exactly was wrong, you know. So I had to spend the night in the hospital that day. They didn't have any of the, um, the equipment or the, you know, the, the, um, the machines to do all those tests. So they said I had to come back to Lagos to do the tests. So when I... Um, I was there that night, you know, it was a large, there was not, I don't, I don't even know whether they have, they have private wards, but this was a, it was a major general ward, like, God knows how many people were in that ward, yeah. So, while I was there, I, I was feeling so horrible, I, I, I felt so horrible, my health was deteriorating, then, oh, over the night, I heard a girl screaming, you know, I don't know, one of the patients, she, she was screaming, by morning, she just came and saw that she was dead. Oh. So I just feel it was just a very <laughs> I'm just kind of this one. Uh, it was a depressing, time. depressing yeah. time for me. So they took me to Lagos, and um, I was still in a wheelchair. They had to wheel me into the diagnostics uh, lab where they did all the tests. 
so um they did all the tests so while while they were injecting me with that thing for i don't know what they call it now so that under this no so that under the scan your veins are visible oh okay i don't know what it's called but i know it's what you a mean. dye it's a dye or something so as the the doctor was injecting it he said we will not find anything in jesus name i said amen so um i left there so i had to be admitted in a hospital in lagos so while i was there the headache now get like times 50 it was it was like they put now now this time i felt like there was a hot iron on my head and they were using a hammer to heat it constantly there was nothing they gave me injections and there was nothing that subsided the headache mm. nothing so i so basically i didn't sleep i i didn't sleep for days i didn't sleep so like the second day or the third day they referred me to Bisionobanjo Teaching Hospital in uh, where's that again? It's in Ogun State. So that's where I was referred to. When I got there, there was a guy I was dating then. You know, he was from my church. He was you know he you know just once in a while he would just check on me. You know, he didn't have the spiritual or physical or mental uh, capacity to handle <laughs> to with all the all what's going on with <laughs> I'm you. Telling you so. You know, he followed me to the hospital, you know, the, to the BC and Obanja hospital. And, you know, when he was there, I kept shouting that my head, my head, my head. Uh, I couldn't take it anymore. They gave me injections. I think they gave me morphine. I didn't even know. The headache did not go. You know, so when he saw, you know, he now said, the guy said he was going, but you see me. Maybe you'll come back later. E-X-I-T. He <laughs> exits for his life. Yes. I love it. He said, he said he'll see me later. That was that was the last time I can tell you to today. But I that was the very last time I saw him. He never came back. So I was in the general ward. Then later on they moved me into the to to a private ward. So while I was there, you know, I was just still miserable. The misery mm-hmm. was too much. The headaches did not stop. stop yeah, so. so next thing I, you know, I started feeling like a grip. Like I now felt like a permanent grip at the back of my head. Like some, like a hand was holding my head tight. That one didn't. So my head was like stiff. So like a hand was holding my head. So I, that feeling I had for a long time, like a like a grip at the back of my head. So when um. When I was there in the in the in the room, one you know the, the nurses they will come. I wasn't basically I hadn't slept as I'm as this as I as, as I tell the story right now. At that point, I hadn't slept in like maybe a week if, since it started. I hadn't slept since <laughs> and the thing deteriorated so fast within a week. So I was like that. So one evening, I was there alone in, in, in my the nurses used to come, you know, go check my temperature, check this. Then once in a while, the student, because it's teaching hospitals, um, students would come in, check me, they would say, oh, what happened, this, that, you know. Then the results came, the results of the MRI, the CT scan came, they found out there was nothing, they did the chest x-ray, they did all that. They didn't see anything. They thought they would see a tumor. They didn't see tumor. They didn't. See, they checked for cancer. They checked for HIV. They checked for every name it. They checked. Mm-hmm. So they now said giving me steroids and um, 
antidepressants and just a concoction of all sorts of drugs that just made me <laughs> you know yeah it, it now made me numb so i was just numb <laughs> because they wanted to the pain was so much they had to find a way to just numb the pain so the pain when they gave me the, the steroids the pain was manageable yeah. it wasn't as bad you know so um so at this point my eyes became crossed so i had cross vision i couldn't see everything was double every human being when i see people the doctors everybody died in fact there was a point they all entered the room i said oh, why are you so many there's two of everyone they laughed at me because at, at that point i was like you know i just make myself happy so they they're saying that that's not possible that you are seeing two of everybody i said yes i'm seeing two of everybody they they didn't believe me i said well so one night i was sitting down by my bed i just finished dinner i couldn't finish any of my meals because i was just not i was too ill to finish my meal so the nurses will come maybe they're happy that i don't finish my meal they help me finish the food <laughs> anyway so that night the nurse came took my food away so i sat down i sat down at the edge of the bed next thing i just looked and i saw hangers floating hangers they were coming towards me in dozens like hundreds like like coming towards me and i was i raised my hand i was like throwing my hands in the air like ah because everything else was double double vision but the hangers were single <laughs> you know as clear as crystal they were coming towards me in the air i was mm. like ah so i'm now beating my hands in the air that's ah that was going on <laughs> so ah, I, I, I was now very scared so i i took my phone i called my dad i said hello daddy i said i'm seeing hangers say hangers i said i don't know hangers i don't know i'm just seeing hangers it was like ah, hangers so he now said <laughs> And they they were all the way in Lagos. I was the only one there in 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 uh, Ubu State, just me. So they were all in Lagos. So I called. He said, he said, don't worry, just pray and sleep. So when I dropped the phone, I said, okay, that's all right. Next, I sat and I was still trying to figure out what just happened. Next, I just looked to the side of my bed. I just saw a girl standing by my bed, and she was picking her nails. I said, what am I seeing? The girl had a scarf, like a little girl, she had a scarf on and she was just like, what's going on? Next time I just said that, I didn't see that. So I just continued, you know, doing what I was doing, just sitting down, just looking in thin air. So next thing I was like, I now looked again. Then I now looked at the window blinds in the room. It looks like there was that same girl, she was like rolling, in between the blinds and the blinds were like looked like they were moving <laughs> at this point i stood up i said no i can't i now left my room i went down the hallway into the main um main ward where the nurses were and you know different patients were so i just stood there in the middle of the ward i stood there and the nurses did not ask me any questions like they didn't see me they didn't come to me they didn't say anything to me <laughs> i was just standing there i was just looking around and nobody attended to me next thing i saw 
whether it's the same little girl or another little girl just walked down the hallway and came to me and her eyes were very big just very large eyes and she was looking at me and sticking out her tongue and you know making faces at me like mm, yeah, 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 you know like all those kind kind of you know childish uh, yeah childish things i was just looking and say ah I was now shouting. I said, you're not real. You're not real. Get out. You're not real. Get away from me. You're not real. You're not real. <laughs> so, I now realized that the nurses still did you not, not pay attention pay to you. And attention. you were speaking out loud. I was shouting, so, yes. You're concerned, yeah. I was shouting. So, I now thought to myself. I said, where am I going to sleep tonight? <laughs> you know, I didn't even want to stay in the main ward. Because, you know, we're just... So I now walk back to my room. I say, you know what? I'm going back to my room. I now got to the door of my room. I just saw one guy standing at the door. He put his leg up, like, you know, one leg up and like almost blocking, almost like the, door. blocking the door. Yes. Yeah. He was wearing a face cap. So I just looked at him like this. Every other thing was double. But these visions I was seeing were single, clear. I just saw him standing by the door. I, was, I just looked at him. I just passed the door. I just looked at him. I even eyed him. <laughs> I don't know where I got it. <laughs> so So I just passed him and I and I, I shut the door behind me. I now said, I am ready for all of you today. I said I have the sword of the spirit and I have angels with me here. <laughs> when I said it here, it was like a garment just came on me, like a cloth. Like just, I wore it. I was charged. I felt like I was holding a sword. Gang, gang. <laughs> no, but it yeah. was like a, you know, I was, my body was charged. I, I could face anything. So as soon as I said that, I just saw a monstrous looking thing. It was about seven to eight feet. Just came out of the wall. It had many eyes, you know. This thing I'm telling you is like, you know, something from a horror movie. It came out of the wall and, you know, just stood there and was looking at me. And I started speaking the word, you know, speaking, speaking. I was just all the scriptures that I could muster. <laughs> just speaking, speaking, speaking. The thing now, I spoke so the thing just disappeared into thin air, you know. Next thing, I was just standing there. Next thing, I saw a shadow cast on the wall clean shadow was cast on the wall and the window was across on the other side next thing i looked out the window i was like what's casting the shadow it was so crisp and so clear the shadow was of a short it, it had a, like a dwarf kind of baby like height and it was holding a bow and an arrow then he had horns he had two horns and the thing was just moving pacing you know and looking at me next thing he raised the thing raised the arrow i was trying to aim at me i'll move like this the thing was moving i was moving like this thing was moving i was like ha <laughs> i said i now pointed i said i shall not die but live to declare the glory of god in the land of the living i kept declaring 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 the thing kept after a while, the thing put the um, arrow down. I was looking at me, pacing, pacing. We were just moving like they were just moving like this, doing like this, looking at me. Next thing, I kept speaking, 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 speaking. Next thing, the thing now disappeared. So I now said, ah, let me even lie down and try to even do something. So I, was, I had a healing book. 
a book on healing but I couldn't read because my eyes were crossed so I just held the book in my hand I did as if I was reading it because I didn't know what to do again so I sat I lied down on my bed I, I said okay let me even read this thing and just do as if I made it so next day I was doing like I was reading next day I just saw like seven things people they're, they're like people they came out of the walls and they came and stood beside me they came one squatted near me I was looking at me like this mm. very close to my bed I was looking at me next thing I took my book and I showed him I said <laughs> like you want to see what I'm reading and I opened the book and showed him like this ah. next thing and I say this thing is not working no. next thing I now say singing in the spirit you know singing in the spirit singing in the spirit singing in the spirit after a while the thing just looked at me and just like you know like Whatever. leave this one in here just leave this one so they now went back into the wall so i now just turned my my body to you know to the other side and say okay let me even attempt to sleep today because <laughs> i haven't slept in weeks i said okay let me even attempt to sleep now she said i just want to confirm something all these things you're saying it wasn't like you were sleeping and it was a dream no 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 I was so you awake. were awake and then you were seeing them in, seeing them. in physical form or yes. did it seem like you could push your hand through it so that almost like ghosts feeling Mm-mm. they were they were formed like they were formed like proper being beings. proper beings guys we live in a spirit world let's just all <laughs> accept this like it's actually ah, i'm telling you hmm, okay so i now said let me even attempt to even sleep so i now took my my cover i said okay let me so I don't know, my mind just said, just open your eyes and just see whether they're still around. So I now opened my eyes. Next thing I saw one at the bathroom door. He came out. He was like dressed in a shirt and trouser. He now did his hand like waving, like saying come. Towards the door, he was like saying come. Like Telling signaling. Come. No, mm-hmm. not even me. Oh, signaling, signaling others. Others yeah. to come. So they now came and they surrounded my bed. He surrounded my bed. He just then there was one that came that was floating in the air. That one was very big, like it was fat, and it was. Then it it, it sounded like they were making noise. Mm. It was, I was hearing in my spirit that they were making noise and, you know, like making jests of me, you know, and all that. Then there was one that appeared on the wall. That one was like a masquerade. It kept it was like a restless spirit. It was just jumping. You know, you know, like you're watching yeah, a cartoon. Yeah. It was just jumping on the wall, like you know, just moving around. And the craziest thing is, when I shut my eyes, they were still there. Mm, so it doesn't matter. Eyes open, yeah, eyes closed. You, they existed. So for you to know that, I it was a spiritual eye-opening thing. So it's not like oh, your physical eyes. Mm. I was seeing, you know, them. So next thing, I just you know remove my cover cloth. And I shouted, I said, you're not real. And I started laughing, <laughs> laughing and laughing, you know. Next thing, I covered myself back. Next thing, it was like, as if they were, hey, we're not real kind of thing. I just felt a hand trying to pull my cover. <laughs> and I was, I was drawing the cover back, like, <laughs> you know. It felt like they were drawing my mm-hmm. cover cloth down. In the fi- like you felt it in the yeah, physical yes. form. They were drawing my cover. I was like, ah. <laughs> no, nobody came. Mm. Because they must have heard me shouting. 
Nobody came. No nurse came. They didn't, nobody. In all these things, nobody interrupted the whole process that was happening. Anyway, so... Wow. I, I find that's really strange. So is it that the nurses did not hear you or did... They understand these things because they're in the hospital eh, and they, they were they afraid still, to come eh, or they were like maybe maybe that let's that, leave this one. This one it looks like this one is going crazy. Hmm. I don't even know. I I really can't till till today I, I wonder, hmm. you know. So um so when I, I I now said I now tried to cover myself, then one of them now came. So I now left a small part of my cover, just a tiny bit so that I could breathe. So next time, one came, I was putting his eye, I saw his eye so close to me, what, just where my eye was, he was just, it's only his eye, you could just see, oh God. It's funny to me now, but it wasn't funny then. So, at some point, I was frustrated. I said, I said, God, I'm seeing these things when I'm, my eyes are shut. I can't even sleep, even I say, let me sleep. So I now told the Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, you know what? Just give me a give me a picture and let me sleep that's that's the best i could do so give me a picture and let me sleep next thing in a split second i just saw the vision of a cottage with a beautiful you know those wooden cottages mm. then 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 and i could hear silence you know when you can hear silence and i could i could hear birds chirping, chirping away. Chirp, chirp, chirp. you know that serene mm. then i saw it, Flowers. Mm. I can, as I'm saying it, I can still see it in my my mind. Just yeah, I'm here closing my eyes, trying to envision <laughs> the beauty, and I can I can see it. <laughs> it was it was such a beautiful scenery. And guess what? In that moment, I slept. And then everything else that you were seeing disappeared. Like I didn't all... even notice whether they disappeared. All I saw. Was Change of vision, Sha. I'm telling you, all I saw was the cottage. Oh. So, I slept off for the very first time in the midst of all that. I slept. You know when the Bible says, which scripture uh, can I even quote? When the boat was rocking, yeah, 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 Jesus yeah. slept peace, in the boat. Peace be still. Ha. <laughs> I slept in the midst of that storm that night. So as I was sleeping, next thing, believe it or not, my bed was moving up and down something was pushing my bed mm. something was under the bed and i was doing like talking like yeah. talking on the bed mm. yeah on my on my boom, 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 like trying to get your attention pretty eh, much uh, the thing actually woke me up that was what was even crazy because i didn't even realize i had slept off the thing woke me Next thing, I just woke up and I was, I was angry. It was like I was angry in the spirit. I woke up, I just looked. I said, what is that? Next thing, I just saw one short, demonish looking thing. It, it had huge eyes. The eyes were so huge. Then it had like, like hairs on the body. Like one strange color. Sha. It wasn't brown. It was something. Sha. The thing was just looking at me like this. <laughs> Next, I said, "Get out in Jesus' name!" I now hissed, and I slept back. <laughs> I love it. And he was like, "Now nah, this battle is not—it's not mine. It's I'm not going mine. to go to bed." 
I can't. I slept for the first time. You know, before in the morning, I'll be waiting for the nurse because I didn't sleep. I'm waiting for the nurse. Nurse come and tell me to go and have my bath or something. You know, at this point, I could walk, but the seizures used to happen right. once in a while. Yeah, I'll be walking next to me. They had seizures, and I'll just fall ahead. So, for the first time, the nurse came and woke me up. She woke me up. Like, you know. Because you were actually sleeping. I was actually sleeping. Mm-hmm. When I woke up, it took me. 30 seconds to realize where I was. I w- when I woke up, I was like, where am I again? Where am I again? I said, oh, I'm in a hospital. <laughs> so, so the nurse woke me up and, you know, said I should have my bath. Next thing, when I had my bath, I came back, I sat down. I now sat here remembering everything I had gone through okay. the night before. I just started crying. I wept. I was like, God, did I really go through, all- go through that? you know then that morning i was still seeing you know i was still having some hallucinations i was still seeing some they were like shadows like small small shadows they were, you know here fading away yes somehow 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 they're, they're fading away so i i now you know say praising god i say god thank you that i'm alive i'm here you know I'm, I'm, you know and all that so next thing my my doctor friend, the one that, you know, helped me when, you know, the whole thing started, he came to visit me. Now, he's the only one who visited, visited me in the hospital, apart from my family. So when he came, he was telling me, he said he'd been praying about me, praying for me, that he'd been wondering why, you know, asking God, why isn't he fair healed? What's going on? Why isn't she healed? So he now said that, you know what, that he's going to pray for me. So he now laid his hands on me. So when he laid his hands on me, he was praying, praying, praying. I was praying in the spirit. Next thing, I just started seeing visions. I'd never seen visions like that before. I just started seeing visions of me standing in front of thousands of people. Kind of like I was teaching or I was doing something. I can't remember. I was just thousands of people, different. It was like a slideshow. It was just coming, pam, 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 pam. Then the last one I saw, it was like I was hovering over one kind of building. The building looked like a, a Roman kind of building, you know, all these ancient buildings. I was like, I was like a panoramic view of the building, you know, like it was really so, you know, very mind blowing kind of, you know, vision. Next thing, as, as it ended, I just heard God audibly. I could hear, you know, like I'm, you know, I've never heard God that clear, you know, speaking like a human being was talking to me. He said, he said, you will raise an end time army and you will feed my sheep. I didn't, I couldn't write then. I didn't have a pen or a paper. So I, I stored it as a message on my phone. And, you know, while the whole vision was happening, I, I was telling my doctor friend, I said, I said, I'm seeing visions, I'm seeing visions, I'm seeing visions, I'm seeing visions. I said, oh, God is speaking to me. You know, I had, I had God said something to me. You know, I was so excited. So I wrote it. So from that point, I knew when the doctors discharged me. The doctors never really got a diagnosis. <laughs> he never really knew. They, they could never tell that, oh, this is what, what happened. No, they didn't. That's you realize that this is not a wrestle against flesh and blood. You, there was no, there was no, you know, oh, okay. 
uh, this is what's wrong with you. They just kept giving me all sorts of drugs because they told me categorically, said, we don't know what is wrong with you. Mm. We don't know what's causing the seizures. We don't know all these things. So I now told you, so the, that evening the doctors came and I told them, I said, you're going to discharge me on Monday. You're going to discharge me on Monday. I was like, ah. I said, they were like, really? You discharge you on Monday? I said, yeah, said, you're going to discharge me on Monday. So anyway, so that's how I was discharged. By the time I was discharged, my skull was, um, had expanded. So my brain was moving around, <laughs> you know, I, my face was bloodshot, just so many things. Maybe it was the effect of the drugs, the, the seizures, I don't know. But when I got home, I, you know, my mom was, that day I got home, my mom was in the kitchen. I was, you know, sit, I was uh, in the dining. And when, um, at some point I said, okay, let me pray. So I was praying and praising, you know, next in the power of God came upon me so strongly and I fell under the power. And, you know, I, I now had the, you know, my, my eyes were now cleared and everything. And, um, you know, I, I felt really healed. My whole body was healed. So as I was worshiping and praising God, my mom came and just held me. I said, mommy, why are you holding me? I said, I, I said, just leave me for the Holy Spirit. So I got angry and the Holy Spirit told me to stop being angry, but I didn't listen. So eventually the, um, the, um, eventually the seizure came back <laughs> because I disobeyed. The seizure came back and I, I passed out as it was, was so bad that I passed out. So when I when when I was there, you know, I they had to lay me on the bed and everybody was praying for me, praying, 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 praying. And um I now, you know, got better. So I stood up and the first person I saw was my mom. I said, Mommy, I'm sorry, you know, I didn't mean to shout at you and all that. So she was like, So it's okay. So from that point the healing was very slow and I was put on um, um, on um, seizure injections you know I was put on seizure sorry seizure medications yeah, so I, they asked me to take it for a year or so so I was, I was taking it for a while you know so many things you know happened to me I think one of the major things that happened was after the whole experience I just thought to myself because when I came from the UK I had you know so many things I, I loved shoes I love fashion so by the time I you know came back from the hospital I just took everything I owned my shoes my gold everything and I took everything to church I said God I said nothing means none of these mean anything to me my life is important you know this is this is me now you know and it's 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 funny that how some years passed and I now, you know, got into fashion, you know, and it was like God was, had to <laughs> strip me, yeah. yeah, from all these things that, look, um, you're going to do, you're going to become a fashion designer. I didn't even know I was going to become a, I didn't know. It was later that I cast my mind back and now remember the vision of the hangers because it now made sense. Okay, fashion, hmm. you know, and that's how everything just, and that was even in a yeah. season of turmoil that somehow yeah. we showed you what your future, future was going exactly. to be about. It didn't make any sense then. Mm. It was like, I felt, I, I felt like this was the end of my life. The illness was that bad. I thought I was just going to die, you know. 
But after I dropped my things in church, I just packed everything. My shoes, all the shoes that I had gathered from the UK. I had <laughs> so many shoes. Those were my shoes were my thing. So I took everything. So that's why these days nothing really trips me like, you know, oh I, I, I don't yeah you don't hold on to any material no, wealth or all, material anything it means because i've come to a point i had been at a point where nothing i had could save me yeah. nothing yeah. i had made any meaning if i didn't have christ and that's all i had yeah. you know people left me my then boyfriend did not come back you know i lost friends along the way some some of my friends didn't understand you know what's going on yeah and, and you know when you're misunderstood you, you you have very few people around you you know and sometimes when you tell them your story you know you're feeling <laughs> like <laughs> a big, yeah, i don't know who i don't want to be a part of this one hey, you know that kind of thing so uh, well so I, I think i think yeah. what's for me was really key is that you didn't say that at the hospital you were shouting and praying and mm. da, da, da. Mm. you took fasting and da. no you okay. actually said a simple prayer that yes. lord give me something that yeah i can see so that yes. i can sleep i can yeah. have rest yes and he gave you a vision of just like what well, paradise looking yeah. type thing yeah yeah and that changed a lot of what was happening yeah um and even after that it was just about a prayer and like you know just praying and yes. praising god yes. in the spirit and everything yeah. so it's it may seem like you're going through like sometimes the worstest of worstest yeah. of things yeah. Yeah. but it's that yeah. reminder that comes when the holy spirit quickens your mind to remember that hey i'm here yeah and yeah. then you just open your mouth and you ask because exactly. you, you like i said earlier we're not fighting against you know physical yeah. things yeah. Flesh, but and blood, flesh and yeah. blood but yeah. against principalities and powers yeah. so these things sometimes it seems very very because it's not what we're used to seeing every day it seems so big and like and like aha am i going to possibly yeah. fight back yeah but yeah. we just have to remember the god that we serve and yes. understand that yes. no matter how wild it seems mm. like you see people walking through the walls and that's not what we see with our physical eyes yeah. every day yeah. so Absolutely. when you see it it's easily can um what's it called oppress you and yeah. you think ah yeah. this is just too much for me mm-hmm. there's nothing i can do about mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. but just that little prayer that you said and yeah. for me that was super key like yeah. you did not go around shouting the nurses did not enter the room all. praying for five hours you said a tiny little prayer tiny and that prayer. made the difference and yeah. i think also it's probably where the prayer was coming from like you're like god i have nowhere else to turn to right yeah. now here alone yeah, exactly i believe that you are the only one that can possibly save me and yeah. you said it just now again that at that point whatever you had all your fancy shoes that you brought from england could yeah. not have saved Nothing. you all your clothes Nothing. your education your delicious not master's even, degree not even my then pastor when i called when i was um, when i passed out my my dad said hey call a pastor call a pastor call a pastor when they spoke to him he said that i'm hysterical that i should take my drugs <laughs> so not even not even slept. your very pastor was ah. able to help you so it's almost like god <laughs> when, was calling you back to himself that even i called another friend of mine pray for me it was like it was like <laughs> And I said, God, it's lonely. It's, it's lonely out here. Eh, <laughs> it's it a lonely is, walk. Yeah. You know, so I, so I, you know, that that's that's the the, the experience. There, there's several things that went on after that, but you know, my my experience with God just solidified, you know, and just showed me because I just realized that my life is just. I said, God, why me? Mm. Why why did I have to go through all this? Why me? You know, and he keeps reminding me, Ifeolua. Ifeolua. Ifeolua means the love of God. Mm. And that's all I've, I've known. 
in everything I've been through, in everything I've, 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 I've experienced, I just feel his love, you know, and that's what keeps me going. No matter what challenges I have now, I remember I've been through worse, you know, but I'm here today and I'm evolving and, and I believe that everything will fall into place. And it certainly will, if you Lua. I like your new name, by the way. It's nice. Um, Thank you. Oh, I, honestly, I don't know why, but that, that little part, as, as tiny as it is of the entire story that we've been talking for a couple of, you know, quite a few minutes now, that part sticks out to me because these things make us feel like we're helpless yeah. and there's nothing we can do. But yeah. the power of God is bigger, stronger than any other power that could possibly be out there yeah. and it doesn't matter how long the process has seemed yeah. oh you could be going through something for a year two yeah. years yeah. it's when you come back to the creator the one who created yeah. us the god who created the heavens and the yeah. earth and is yeah. the i am that i am and exactly. go back to him and say you know what lord redeem me mm-hmm. come and rescue me from my mess mm-hmm. and he somehow mm-hmm. shows up Absolutely. um and then I find it also interesting that you got the hangers while you were in the hospital in the middle yeah. of everything. And um, I just wanted to say thank you, thank you. We like literally. Um, but I'm going to come back so that we can just say a prayer and also talk. Okay, sorry guys for the break in transmission. But um, so um, if I was just going to tell us just the last bit of the story um, and then just help us wrap it up in conclusion. Um, so if I just, you know, yeah. Um, well, after after all the experience with the illness and everything, I was on. I had to be on a, a seizure drugs for a number of months, uh, for about seven months, you know. But I now say I I read about the drugs and I saw the side effects and part of the side effects that it affects child bearing and all that. I wasn't married then, you know. So. <laughs> And just many things, how it will affect a, a child in the womb and all that. So I, I, I prayed to God. I said, God, I want to stop. It was a real challenge to stop. But, you know, I eventually stopped taking the drugs. And I just believe... Because I, yeah, they said you should take it for two years. So yes. you ended up taking it for seven months. Seven months, months yes. So, um, so I stopped the drug. And I believed God. And God healed me. Um, you know, those the visions and those spirits I was seeing in the hospital didn't quite go away um, I kept seeing them here and there you know sometimes I'm sleeping when I wake up I see them maybe one is staring at me one is you know so it, 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 it developed a kind of fear I was a bit fearful but I prayed about that fear as well and God took it away you know and it went on for years even up till just some months ago <laughs> this year where I, I had one of the worst experiences with seeing those spirits and you know I was sleeping and one night I I I just I just you know how it happens is I I sense it in my sleep that something is around me so when I open my eyes I see it then the thing disappears immediately so but this particular time I I sensed that something was was wrong so I opened my eyes I was deep in sleep I opened my eyes. I just saw three ugly looking witches witches there were three of them they were looking at me they had long hairs and 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 the hair was partially covering their face and and they were looking so ugly and wretched and and and, and wrinkled and and squeezed it was it was it was a horrific scene and and when i saw it i i flew out of my bed 
and I, I was vibrating and shaking and I was speaking in tongues. The tongues I was speaking was even different from the <laughs> ones I normally speak. It was my husband jumped out of the bed. He was like, if I what 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 happened? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I said, I was shaking. I said, I said I saw three witches. They were they were standing over me. I was like, I was vibrating, I was, you know, crying and he said, he said, don't worry, everything will be fine, everything will be fine. And we prayed. And, and when I prayed, you know, I, I went back to sleep, but my heart was, my chest was beating fast. My heart was beating so fast. I was like, ah. it took me a while to, to, you know, to get back to sleep. I was just thinking, what was that? You know, what, 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 what's the problem? Why, what, what, why me? You know, what, what is, what's so special about me as a God? You know, so at that point, I told God, I said, God, I know you've given me a gift to see things but I I don't want to see this anymore it's too much for me to bear so I remember I you know I broke bread I took communion really prayed to God about it and you know I, I continued to believe God and confessed every day and and that was it you know mm. and um, since that day I've not seen anything like that I've not seen any you know contrary spirits no. messing with your <laughs> no, 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 destiny who is what are you guys mess? why are you messing I with her it was, was so bad almost i'm telling you that for the past since the illness for years i've been married for over 10 years and this illness happened before i married like a year or two before so that the illness happened about 2005 you know, and since that 2005, every other day I was seeing something, a spirit. But it's, I think it's also because you're, it's not like these things don't exist, they're not around us. But a lot of us are not very sensitive yes. in the spirit. So I we became, don't even, yeah, became, so your sensitivity level, especially was like, was, so is high, very high. You know? So you are, you are seeing them, you're like, okay, you're moving around and you know what's around. So these yeah. things are actually around. So the person, next person next to you yeah. is there, it's just there. that they are not able to yeah. see it. And then, yeah. of course, there was definitely a, a direct attack upon your life because yes. of what God has. God has promise yes, to you yes, so yes. it's but then it's it's a daily walk it's like yeah. every day you are saying yeah. okay yes this is happening i'm seeing yeah, this yeah, but i'm not but going to no, say that yeah, yeah. because i saw this that mm-hmm, something you just keep mm-hmm. going keep yeah. praying keep speaking the yeah. word keep you know exactly. ministering to yourself because yes. we have to learn how to minister yes. to ourselves absolutely so that you can continue with your life because so it's not like you see something mm-hmm. and then you stop your day and say i'm telling you in, it's over. in fact it made me stronger and mm. believe god more and you know at some point, I had to even stop telling my husband <laughs> because it was becoming too much, you know. You say, if I, this thing is not normal now. What, why, why is it happening to you a lot, you know? You know? And, you know, I just, had to say, I, I just had to be like, you know what? God, just take it away. I don't want to see anything. If, and if you want me to see anything now, I want to see angels. Exactly. I want to see, you know, our friends. Yeah, hey, I want to, <laughs> I want, to, I want to see eh, other things. I don't want to see this. This, this bit is, is a <sighs> bit, is a bit too much for me, you know. <laughs> so. But anyway, we thank God yeah. honestly for this, mm. for, for what He's doing and the yeah. new season that He is definitely like, um, broke out into your life. Yeah. And please just share, share a little bit of that juice <laughs> with the rest <laughs> of us and our <laughs> listeners. Mm. A prayer. Okay, a prayer. Okay. In Jesus' name. Amen. Our Father and our God, we give you thanks for a time like this. Lord, we do not take it for granted, O oh God, for the opportunity to share the story, O oh God. Father, thank you for the listeners. We give you praise because we know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
anyone who is going through any kind of challenging situation and they're asking God why or asking God, how am I going to come out of this? Father, Lord, I pray that you will show them your glory. Amen. I pray that you will reveal if Because, you know, in the midst of the fire, you were there. Yes, sir. You did not say there will not be fire. You did not say there will not be a flood. But you said the flood will not take us away. Mm. You said there will, will there will be fire, but the fire will not burn us, oh God. Mm. Father, I pray for such people right now. Give them the, the resistance, oh God. Mm. Give them the strength to go through this, oh God. Because there is always a blessing. Mm. You said many are the trials and the tribulations of, of the righteous. But you said you deliver us from every one of them. Amen. Father, I pray for deliverance Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I pray, oh God, that you will answer them speedily, oh God. Amen. I pray that you grant them their heart's desires, and I pray that through all this, oh God, your purpose will be revealed in the name of Jesus. Let them have a sense of living, oh God. Give them a strong sense of purpose in everything they do in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. They will not die but live, but declare the glory of God in the land of the living. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Ifeolo. I truly appreciate your time and just the vulnerability of being able to share all of this with us, honestly. And I know that God will honor you. Amen. And me, I keep talking about this, your new exciting season. Please remember me in your camp, as they say. <laughs> but yeah, thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening once again to the Encounter Series with Osaru Alile. And stay tuned for next week. This is exciting. I'm always so happy to share all the stories with you all. And as I always say, follow, follow, like, share. You just never know who Ife's story might touch or might encourage or might set to a place of deliverance. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you.